Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Your Bible's with me to First Peter chapter number two. First Peter chapter number verse number two. Now, even let's start from verse number one. First Peter chapter number two. I read from verse number one. It says, "Therefore, laying aside all malice." All deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. As newborn babies, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Amen. It says, As newborn babies, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby in other words anyone who is born again what you need for your development is the word of god so when you give birth to a baby you give the baby breast milk right the breast milk is what is the most important food for every newborn baby that comes into the world in the same vein when somebody gets born again the most important food to the person is the word of god say the word of God. That is why you must always come to church. Because what we do in church is to feed you the word of God. There are many people who don't have, you see, their their parents didn't really bring them up well. It is the church that shaped them. It is in church that these people, they, they get the right attitude and behaviors to go out there and live their lives. Amen. So when you come to church, you are taught the word and you are prepared in such a way that you'll be ready to face your world. He said, desire. Say desire. In other words, be hungry for the word. Tell your neighbor, be hungry. Tell your neighbor, be hungry for the word. That is why in this church, we spend time teaching you the word of God. So that you will grow. He said, grow thereby. In other words, your growing must be in accordance to the word of God that you have received. If you are growing as a child of God and there's no connection between your growth and the word of God, then there's a mistake. Whatever you are, there must be a linkage between the word of God and your growth. Amen. From today, the word shall be your delight. You shall enjoy the word of the Lord. Amen, somebody. So today, we are learning another word of God that I believe will help you to grow. And grow very well in the Lord. Amen. We are learning what is entitled Anna. I pronounce it Anna. Or the other people say Honor. But it is Anna. H-O-N-O-U-R. Anna. The Americans spell it as H-O-N-O-R. Whichever way we are learning about Anna. Say Anna. It's not Hannah as in someone's name. Anna. Amen. Tell your neighbor, Anna. You didn't get it right, Anna. So we're going to learn about Anna today. 
Amen. And now let's go to Malachi chapter number one. Malachi chapter number one. Malachi in the Old Testament. So let's go to Malachi chapter number one. I read verse number six. Malachi chapter number one, verse number six. It says, A son honors his father, and a servant his master. If then I am the father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my reverence? Says the Lord of hosts. And he went on to say, To you priests who despise my name, yet you say, In what have we despised your name? Amen. He said, if I am your father, where is my honor? If I am your master, where is my respect? Honor is an important thing in the kingdom of God. Anyone who lacks honor, lacks the very basis of our living in the world. Or in the kingdom, sorry. And there is nobody who can be a kingdom first minded individual who will not honor. One of the indicators of you being kingdom first in your thinking, in your way of life, is that you are someone who honors. Anyone who is kingdom first always honors. Amen. Now, when you go to Ephesians chapter number three, I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures today. So, kindly always let's go quickly. Ephesians chapter number three, when you read verse number. 14 and 15. Ephesians chapter number 3, verse number 14 and 15. It says, For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 15. From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with mind through his spirit in the inner man. So you realize that he said he will bow in, uh, will bow our knees to the Father of our Lord, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. There can be no family without a father. Have you seen some before that there's a family without a father? I'm not talking about fathers who are dead. I'm not talking about even if the father is dead, that family came into existence because a father fathered those children. Amen. Somebody. So in the same way, you cannot belong to the family of God not recognizing that God is our father. And if God, like he said in Malachi, he said, if I am your father, then where is my honor? Where is my honor? And if I'm your master, now the word Lord, when you say Jesus is my Lord, the word Lord simply means master. So if Jesus is your Lord and Savior, then where is his respect? Saints, Many people say Jesus is my Lord, yet they don't respect him. Many people say, oh God is my father, but where is his honor? Amen. Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter number 15. Now I read from verse number 1. Matthew 15 from verse 1. It says, then the scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying, Why do your disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? 
for they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. And he answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God? Because of your tradition. For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother, and he who curses fa- and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever said to his father or mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God. Then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites. Well, did Isaiah prophesy about you? He said in verse 8, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. But your heart is far away from me. And in vain they worship me. Teaching as doctrines the commandment of men. What a pity. Amen. He said these people they honor me with their mouth. But their hearts are far away from me. What did they do? They worship me in vain. And they teach doctrines. They think they are teaching a doctrine. But what actually they are doing is that. They are teaching mere moral. And they are teaching things of this world. Amen. The guy says that what he was supposed to give to his father, he has given it to the Lord. So he doesn't have to honor his father. And he said, it is against God's commandment for you to say what I'm supposed to honor my father with. What is what you are doing? I have given it to the Lord. You cannot replace honor. Or you cannot replace whom you are supposed to honor with somebody. Everybody deserves his place in honor. Amen, somebody. Whatever you do in honor, God also honors you. So what do we mean by honor? What do we mean by honor? What does honor mean? Now, honor comes from the Greek word, timayo. Timayo is spelled as T-I-M-A-O. T-I-M-A-O. And timayo is where we get the English word time. How many of you know time? Time. What time is it? If you say, as soon as you say time, we ask of the time. Time simply means honor. In other words, what you do with your time will determine if you honor or you don't honor. Amen, somebody. That is why everything we do in our lives is bound by time. Because it is by that time that honor has been, dis- has been set to be established. For example, we start church at 7. It's the time of honor. If you come to church way after 7, you have dishonored the time. Are you getting now? Because time is not just to know what day or what time of the day is. But it's for you to honor. Timayo means honor. And what does it mean? It means price. I'm de- please write it down. Timayo means pride. It means to show high regard. High regard, respectful. To show high regard, respect. So not just respectful, but high regard, respect. Wow. The fact that you think you are respecting does not mean that respect is high enough. Because we, everybody claims they, they respect. High regard, respectful. And so, to count as valuable. 
So when you are honoring, you count what you honor as valuable. To esteem. And to revere. These are the words that describe honor. So when, when you are honoring God, or when you are honoring anybody, you are saying that that person is valuable. Or sombo mouth is valuable. That person is esteemed. You don't play with a person. Amen. To honor also means, the second definition means, to ascribe worth to a person. To ascribe worth, W-O-R-T-H, worth to a person. Worthy is the lamb. We sing it. When we, we are saying worthy is the lamb, we are ascribing honor. We are ascribing glory. Praise the Lord, somebody. Whatever you do in honor, you are saying that the person is valuable. Oh, I love this one. To honor means to hold in awe. I hold in awe of you. You are holding up. You look at the person and say, wow. This person is not an ordinary person. Are you here with me, somebody? Are you in church? To hold in awe. You, you meet somebody and realize that, oh, this person is a valuable, important person. Like, like how, when you go to America, they have what we call celebrities. In Ghana here, we don't have celebrities because I, I meet these people, you know, <laughs> one day I was traveling and at the airport, I meet some of these actors who are they, they act in movies. And we're all standing there. Like in America, everybody will be coming, you know, getting autographs. We were all in the queue going to check in. Celebrities or what? America, they see you're a celebrity. They'll come and pull you from the queue. They'll give you special. Well, we were all in the queue. Amen. And nobody was even minding him. You are, you are on TV, so what? The son and Kwan. Amen. But like in some way, so wow, wow, I've seen you. Can I have a photograph with you? But no, 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 not in Ghana. Ghana is one of the places that people don't honor. I'm telling you. I'll, I'll come there. Let me lay my foundation. I'll come there. Amen. I nearly jumped ahead of myself. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Another definition of honor is to treat as precious. When you are treating someone as precious, so important, then that person you are honoring him. Some people don't treat people as precious. They don't. They, so no, no, no. They just. Yes, yes. Oh, this one I don't mind him. He's a useless person. Ha! There is no useless human being under this sun. Tell your neighbor, there's nobody useless in this sun. Well, whoever you think is useless is who God can modify and bring you glory in the name of Jesus. And who were you before Jesus Christ came to die for you? You were dirty. You were nobody. But Jesus saw your value. He honored you, came, washed you, and prepared you for his glory. So call nobody a useless person. Everybody is important before the Lord. Amen. Now, this one is very important that you write down. Honoring involves a proper attitude as well as appropriate behavior. Honoring involves a proper attitude as well as appropriate behavior. Are you writing? Are you looking at me? Are you writing? I want everybody to take note. Very, very important. When you are honoring, it involves a, a prop, proper attitude 
as well as appropriate behavior. In other words, your attitude towards someone determines if you honor the person or you don't honor the person. How you behave towards somebody will show if you respect, you admire, you esteem the person or you don't esteem the person. And everybody who is kingdom first minded, okay, what you have to know is that everybody came from God. What you do against that person is what you are doing against God. Do you not know what Jesus said? He said, I was in the prison. You didn't come to take care of me. I was here. You didn't mind me. And he said, where did we see you that we didn't take care of you? Where did we see that we didn't give you water? He said, as you did not do for someone, you did not do for me. Whatever you do against anybody, you are doing against God. Don't take it for granted. That is why I'm telling you that anyone who is kingdom first minded will never dishonor anybody. I keep on telling you that every human being came from God. Yes, they came from God. You can say they are sinners, they are whatever, but everybody we came from God. We all came from Adam. Who brought Adam? Adam, God brought him. So if God brought Adam and we all came from Adam, and then, yes, Jesus has come to save us. But every human being who came into this world came from the system of Adam before you found Jesus and then you were redirected to God again. Are you getting it? So whatever you do to any human being, you are doing to God. If you honor a human being, you have honored God. If you disrespect the person, you have disrespected God. Many people don't know that. Many people, so they don't have the right attitude towards people. Praise the Lord. The moment you don't have it, that you are dishonoring. And God hates dishonor. Amen. He said, where is my, we read it, Malachi 1. He said, if I am your father, where is my honor? Where is my reverence? Where is my respect? If you know that me, God, I am your father, then what shows that I am your father? What shows? The way you work or the way you relate to God the way you relate to one another will show if God is your father or is not your father. If you are a child of God or you are not a child of God. If you are a child of God, the way you treat people, the way you talk to people, the way you relate to people, it will show if you are a child of God. The worldly people, oh, they can give. The fantasy we have something we call fanful respect. When they say fanful respect, in other words, you are there. They'll be giving you fans. Oh, this one is like this. Oh, but they are mocking you. And you think they are praising you. They are mocking you. So we call it fanful respect. There are some people, they say, oh, we love you, we love you. But in their heart, there's a dagger in there. When they get you, they will choke you. That's what Jesus said. These people, they honor me with their lips. But their heart is not with me. It is dangerous to honor with just the lips and without the heart. You can say, oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. But if your heart is not there, you are scoring zero. May you never score zero before the Lord. To honor is to manifest an attitude of love, respect, and disposition of one's heart which yield the fruit of obedience. To honor is to manifest an attitude of love, respect, and disposition of one's heart, which yield the fruit of obedience. So anybody who honors automatically obeys. Why? Because the way you relate to somebody, you don't have any room to disrespect. 
So whatever he tells you to do, you will do it. Because you honor the person. If you value the person, and the person is so important to you, you will not say, I will not do it. You will not say, I, I can't do it. The moment the person says it, and because of your value of that person, automatically you obey. So obedience is made possible by your honor. Amen, somebody. Anyone who does not obey, then the person has no word. First honor. Right? So, you cannot be a Christian without honoring. I'm telling you. Every true Christian must honor. Tell your neighbor, every true Christian must honor. And not just honoring some few people, you must honor everybody. You first have to honor God and then honor everybody. It's just like love. It's a love your Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your mind and everything. And love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, whatever you do for the Father, you must do for one another as well. If you don't do for one another, then you are disrespecting the Father. I cannot just talk to you anyhow I want to. Because if I talk to you anyhow I want to, I am talking anyhow to You are not getting the picture. Go to John chapter 5. I want to show you something there. John chapter number 5. I want to read verse 22 and 23. Pay attention to verse 23. Pay attention to verse 23. Let me start from verse 22. He said, For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Did you see that? So, if you don't honor the Son, you cannot honor the Father. And if you don't honor the father, you have not honored the son. Any true Christian who says I'm a Christian and is always disrespecting, then that person has first not honored the father. You cannot honor God, your father, and dishonor the son. No, it's not possible. You cannot, you cannot say God is my father and then you disrespect everybody around you. It is not possible. That is why you must have the kingdom first mind, knowing that whatever I do to one another, it is first I'm doing to God. If I'm not doing to the Father, I cannot do to you. Will you ever, if God appears right now, will you ever insult God? You say, me, I can't insult God though. But yet you are insulting people. Will you, will, will you, will you do something to God? If God is here, hey, I will lay down myself and I will roll on the floor. By, because you can't see God here. You are in church, lift up your hands, looking at me. Let's lay our clothes down and worship. He said, no man, I'm wearing a white suit today. You don't have to wait. Now, what, what did James say? He said, if you can do evil to your brother, you can see. And you pretend you love God that you cannot see with You are a big time hypocrite. <laughs> Amen. Ah, now you, you can see your neighbor. Ask your neighbor sitting, you can, can't you see him or her? You can't see them. The one whom you can see with your physical eyes. You are full of disrespect for the person. Then the one that you have not seen, then you come to church and then, oh, holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. You are singing like that. But yet the person that you can see of disdain for the person. May you be set free from this kind of dishonor. Are you in church, somebody? So if you have not honored the father, you cannot honor the son. 
every person who is kingdom first minded will always want to honor one another. May you be full of honor. I say, may you be full of honor. So, when we are talking about honor, generally we must honor everybody. As long as you honor God, your father. Get it now. You must honor everybody as long as you honor the father. First Peter chapter 2. Let's go back to First Peter chapter 2. First Peter chapter number 2. And let's read verse number 17. If you are there, we're going to read it together. First Peter chapter number 2, verse number 17. Are you there? First Peter chapter number 2. Are you there? If you are there, wave your hands. Let me see. Alright. Okay. Let's read it. One to go. Honor all people. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Did you see that? He said, honor all people. Did you say honor some people? Honor all people. Respect all people. Whether old, young, small. There are some people when they see the young people, they say, oh, this one is small. Don't respect them. They, when they meet their mate, so, what shall I when they meet the senior one and so this one, I am Papa. They don't respect anybody. They don't care. Their attitude is bad. Say, why well, we should honor all people. Tell your neighbor, all people. Are you here with me? Honor all people. Kingdom first minded people honor all people. Remember the Bible says in the book of Hebrews that some of you, you have met strangers who are angels, but you didn't know. Because you disrespected people, you dishonored people, you have met angels unknowingly. You didn't know there were angels sent to come and give you something. But you met the person, you just walked past the person and you, you didn't even know that an angel had been sent to you. May you never miss an angelic visitation. I said, may you not miss an angelic visitation as you honor. If you fail to honor, you miss a lot of glorious. So we are to honor all people as we honor the Father, we must Send the same honor to all people. Amen. We must show the right attitude, right behavior, right things, so that people can see the value of God. Matthew chapter number 5. Go to Matthew chapter 5. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Matthew 5. When you read verse number 14, he said, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on the hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men. Before who? Before who? That they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So when men see your honor, they will not just be glorifying you, but they will glorify your Father. So when people see your good attitude and your good behavior, they will say, ah, this lady, this brother, he comes from a family. He comes from a good home. He comes from a respectable place. I get it. So when they see your light, they will give God the glory. They will not give you, but they will say, ah, glory be to God for what you have done. May people send glory to your father in heaven because of your honor. Let your light so shine. Let your light so shine. But there are many people, they are light. Before men, it's like darkness. They have all sort of attitude before people. What people see in you will tell what is in you. What people will see in you 
what will determine tell us what is inside of you are you here with me in church are you paying attention yeah Anna is the critical thing that's so needed for your spiritual development. Anna is the most important thing critical for your spiritual development. Take note of it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because apart from you honoring everybody, I want to talk about certain like four main categories of people that you see you have to pay attention to a lot. We have to honor everybody. Everybody that comes your way must respect. And I want to talk about some people. Number one, I want to talk about God. Your honor for God must be exceedingly great so that you can have more than enough to honor other people. Are you here with me? Yeah. Your honor for God must be exceedingly great so that you have more than enough to honor other people. 1 Samuel chapter 2. Go back to the Old Testament. 1 Samuel chapter 2. 1 Samuel chapter number 2. I read verse number 30. 1 Samuel chapter number 2. I read verse number 30. Therefore the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father will walk before me forever. But the Lord says, Far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will what? For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall uh, shall be lightly esteemed. So when you honor God, he will also honor you. Amen, somebody. Tell your neighbor, if you honor God, he will honor you. Yeah. It's very, very important that you honor him. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. He said, if you honor me, I will honor you. Those who don't honor me, I will not honor them. That's what God is saying. If you don't respect God, you see, you cannot, like for example, you have come to church, you are hearing the word of God, you are sleeping. A dishonor, disrespect. As you are sleeping, if the devil is beating you, do you think God will mind you? He will not mind you. Because he was giving you the key that when the devil shows up, you'll be able to defeat. But you are sleeping in church, so what do you now want him to do? God will not do anything for you without his word. He is giving you the word that will set you up for success. Now you have come to church, you are hearing the word, and then you are sleeping. You think you are more whatever tired than anybody everybody's tired everybody will also love to sleep who would you want to sleep we'll come to church very early so who do you want to also want to sleep but your honor I've, I've been using it as an example sometimes it's not the best of example but i like using it you know those days when you were growing up and and you are having this uh, i remember mtn started this uh, early morning calls or call late hours you know it's that place that time is free I think from 11 p.m. or so to like 4 a.m. That time free calls. And those were the time that people who are boyfriend, girlfriend things. They will be talking from 11 p.m. To 4 a.m. Complete all night service. Because they have free calls. They will do all night from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. If you tell these same people, come to church for all night prayers. From that same 11 p.m. to 4 a.m., they will come. Ah, they will be yawning. They will be in church and they will be sleeping. Oh, Apostle, now we should be sleeping. But when they, when they have something that is valuable to them, they are able to stay on the line for four or five hours, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m., they will not blink an eye. 
they will not even feel sleepy. In fact, they will be going to the office by 7 a.m. But they don't mind talking on the phone from 11 p.m. or a.m. Why? Because those people think they are valuable. So because they are valuable, you realize that it doesn't really matter the time of the day. They don't even care. They will spend that time, odd hours, and speak to one another. In the same vein, I always tell you, what you value will determine your attitude. If you don't value that person, you don't value that thing, you have a bad attitude towards it. It's as simple as that. How many of you can wear slippers to your office? How many of you can wear, you, are, you work at, um, let's say, Vodafone or MT? Will you just wake up in the morning and wear shorts and wear slippers? I'm going to the office. How many of you, if you can do it, those of you who work at Vodafone or MTN or whatever, will you ever wear that? Too? You won't do it. You dare not. But some people wear slippers and shorts to church. And they think, oh, it's church. I can't be, I, I, I can't, I, this is who I am. Your respect is what is telling me that, ah, you have very low respect for the church. You don't honor God. You think as for God, he, he doesn't deserve your suit. You, you think God doesn't deserve your nice word. You think God deserves your chalote. Now you think God, as for him, he deserves your, your shorts, your boxer shorts. You think God deserves that one. You don't honor him. If you had a date, going to see some girlfriend who will not even marry you, will you ever wear a shorts and chalote to go and see that girl? That girl that is in waiting to break your heart, will you ever wear a shorts and nika or whatever to go and see that girl? But you wear chalote. You wear shorts. I'm going to church. It is church. As for church, God says, come as you are. As for church, come as you are. You are coming as you are, but you are not going elsewhere as you are. When you are going elsewhere, you dress up. You look good. It shows that you don't respect God. If you respect God, your best dressing will come to church. Your best appearance will come to church. Your best perfume will come to church. Your best attitude will come to church. Your best monies will come to church. May you receive the honor to respect God. Receive the grace to respect God, church. I always say, if, if American ambassador calls you, come for visa at 1 a.m., you will not sleep. Say where I'm living. I need to leave the house the previous night. 10 p.m., 9 p.m., you leave your house, you go and sleep at the embassy. The ambassador should come for what? American visa. American visa. Come to church, seven. Say it's too early. You see your life. Where is your priority? Ask your neighbor, where is your priority? Where is your honor? Where, where, where? Who, who do you respect in your life? Do you respect her? that is more than God? It's simple. What you are doing will tell me if you respect God or you don't respect God. That's all. This one is not long term. You see, we have some Nigerians in it. I've, I've observed something. I'll say today. Me, eh, don't play with me. The way I observe things, you see my big eyes like this. See both spiritual and physical. Observe things. I have observed that the Nigerians in this church, every time when they are greeting me, wow, the Ghanaians in this church, they'll be standing there. Some of them will be use their left hand. Ghanaians in the church. They are Nigerians here. If like today when we close, watch me. They will come and greet me. They will always come and do. For example, TBK for example. 
And when they bow, you see, I'm always forced to lay my hands. And it always goes to bless them in the I won't join the church not too long. But the guy is prospering now. Ask him. Always he will bow. The Ghanaians are in the church. They will not even come and greet you. They will stand somewhere and they will wave their hands. So they will just turn their back and they will go. You don't know the value of what you have here. That is why you are behaving like that. Oh, see, let me tell you. You see, the messages we have here. If I enter Nigeria one year, I will not have less than 50,000 people. They are here. They ask them. What we do here? Ah! A Nigerian man will see a man of God and will just walk out. I, I went to Nigeria. As soon as I landed at the airport, this man doesn't know me. This man just approached me. Immigration officer, I mean, I know their ranks. Big man. He met me. And we were going. We had disembarked from the plane. I was going through my... The man came and said, man of God. I was shocked. He said, man of God, please come. This man took my luggage out of the queue. He said, please come. An elderly man, not a small boy. A grown-up man. He said, how did he know that I'm a man of God? I was wearing a simple... I was not even in suit. He came, took my luggage. He said, no, please don't join the queue. Took me the VIP session. I went there, filled my form. He took it there. We got out of the place. He said, God bless you, sir. This is how he did it. I'm demonstrating. He said, God bless you, sir. I said, God bless you too. I said, how did you know that I'm a man of God? He said, as soon as you came, I saw that you are different from the rest. May you be different from the rest. He said, as soon as you came, I saw you are different. He came to take my bag from the place. Master, your respect for that person will tell you how you relate to the person. Too many people take things for granted. So they don't go anywhere. They are where they are. You, you See, you will not go anywhere because you are beautiful. You will not go anywhere because you are rich. Many people have been rich. They have come down to ground zero. It is your honor that will take you to the next level. May you go to the next level by your respect. That's why I'm telling you, I was so shocked. The man, big man, oh, he came in out and said, God bless you, sir. I was so sad. We have people here, uh, they'll use say, oh, yeah, man of God. They, are, they, they, they behave like they are your co-equal. We are not equals. In the kingdom, there are levels. Tell your neighbor, in the kingdom, we are, there are levels. See, when you read Revelation, there are 24 elders who are sitting close to God. Did you ever see anybody sitting close to God? 24. You and the 24 elders in heaven, you are not the same. <laughs> Amen. Your honor to God will determine how you relate to other people. Honor. They say, if you honor me, I'll honor you. Neighbor, are you honoring God? If you honor him, he will honor you. John chapter 8, verse 9. Let's read that one. John chapter number 8, verse number 49. John 8, 49. It says, Jesus answered and said, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father. And you dishonor me. I honor my father, and you are dishonoring me. Hey! And I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Most actually I say to you, if anyone kills my world, he shall never see death. I am honoring my father, you are dishonoring me. Many people don't know that they are dishonoring people when they, because they don't honor the father. Two, I want to talk about the second group of people. Honor your pastor. Honor your pastor. I will tell you about honor your pastor. First Timothy chapter number five. You know, people don't know the importance of pastors in their lives. That is why they play with 
I'm talking about pastors who are after God's heart. No, no, not this. Uh, uh, we are talking about correct pastors. Verse 17, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. It said, Let the elders who rule well, well, be counted of double honor. <laughs> Especially those who labor in word and doctrine. I'm sweating here. Labor in well. Have I ever brought you a bad message before? No, no, no. If you, if you have heard me teach you bad things before, let me know. I'll stop the teaching. We are everyday laboring. Ask mommy yesterday the time I was preparing my message. After a long day, just there, I, I felt like sleeping. As I was sleeping, small and the Holy Ghost stopped me. Wake up! You have to finish your message for tomorrow. And I woke up, ma, tearing, but I was still behind. Pa, 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 pa. And they will come and stand, and then some fian fian people will come and they think that oh, this pastor doesn't know what he. <laughs> they don't honor. Hey, you see, they hear you there are some people, if not like we have the understanding that we are doing the work, we just drop the microphone and go and get also, we'll go, uh, 17 feet under to go and search for God. <laughs> because there are some people in the church, they will make you even think, ah, God, did you call me? Or I called myself. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Anna, your pastor, he said, we, we deserve double Anna. Say double Anna. My birthday, some of you are sending me. Happy birthday. Raw. Nothing. No, 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 no flavor. Nothing. Nothing. In fact, there are some people in churches, when they see their pastors doing what they get angry. He's using our money to buy cars. He's using our money to build house. Look at how his, his children are attending the best schools in town. And our children are in Saito. Ah! You and the pastor, can you do what the pastor is doing? When I was doing 40 days fasting without food, what were you? When I say let's fast for three days without food, some of you, you get angry with me. Three days without food, you get angry with me. I'm for me that. And I'm say minimum. Some of you, the day I announce that we are fasting, then you get angry. Say, ah, yeah, after the gate. When we were fasting 40 days, how many of you saw me that I fasted for the way you were here? How was I looking? Was I looking handsome like this? <laughs> you remember? I became like this. And they I'll project that picture for you. To see my score. Amen. And okay. When I was walking like the wind was blowing. So sometimes when I'm walking, I have to balance myself. I have to be one day I remember I was coming to pray alone. I got here. The way I got this, I said, the Lord is good. Never break this fast. Many, many times I had wanted to stop. You were not there soon. You will see me say, oh man, oh, at least now go and say, oh, man of God, take some glucose to give you some strength. So man of God, it's very powerful. You, don't, you are not ready to pay the price we pay. So you must be able to honor us for what we do. Many people are not ready. We will spend time fasting, studying, praying for you. And we'll come and stand here giving you everything from our heart. And yet you find some people disrespecting us. May you never dishonor your pastor. Yeah. One day Bishop Dark, he taught his church. Hundred reasons you must honor your pastor. Hundred. 
One day I'll get that book for you to read. Ah, some people don't know. If you know how to con- see, we we are we are God has given us the blessing to come and bless you. So you don't play the same way you will not play with God, you don't play with your pastor. Say I deserve say pastor deserve double honor. Galatians 6 6. Galatians 6. Galatians 6, he said, let, who, let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Share in all good things. There are some people when they get their first paycheck, they don't even remember the pastor. Yeah. There are people who are who were in this church, they've traveled abroad, they have forgotten about me. <laughs> but me, I don't even do the work for God. Oh, yes. So, me, some people to me, I don't mind them again. Oh, I'm being serious. I won't mind them. Me, if you see me not minding you, then Jesus said, Woe to you. I don't mind you. I'll just keep I'll just look at you. They will come that you want my service. I said, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because you see, I value what I'm doing. I don't play what I'm doing. So you cannot continue disrespecting what I'm doing. Expect me. Even God said, if you don't respect me, I cannot respect you. Are you here with me? Tell your neighbor, you better honor the man of God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was a bishop the last time. And then, he's better, you know, he was 50 years, 50 years last year. Just some few church members. There were some few, less than 10. Then they bought him a very powerful, very brand new latest tier of language. Few pastors. So the last week when we're going to evangelism, Sat in that car. That's what we took for evangelism. Powerful car. We use it for evangelism. Some of you, you get a brand new car. You don't want anybody to touch. You don't eat evangelism with a brand new car. I'll break. I'll come with Chotro. Let me pack the brand new car home. Let me pick Chotro and go and preach. No, no, no. But the man of God, you see, brand new car. We took it for evangelism. Was some few church members who bought in today's world. When church members buy something for the pastor, then you find social media commentators insulting the men of God. Ah, they are poor people. Why won't you use your money to go and take care of the poor people? And then you are buying things for the pastor. Didn't you hear what Jesus said? The alabaster box woman, when she came and bought an expensive, the Bible said expensive oil on the feet of Jesus and used her expensive hair to wipe it. What did the disciple said? Ah, there are many poor people. We could have sold this one and go and give it to the poor. Jesus said, the poor, they are always around. So what you do for me, don't, don't calculate. See, if you can look at me and you value me and you are doing something for me, why should you be disturbed by what you are doing? I get what I'm saying. I said, what you do for me will tell me my level of value. If you think somebody, somebody say, oh, Man of God, I want to take you out. One day I want to take my bishop out. I don't take him out to cheaply. I want to do something. I do it well. No, no, no. I remember when I went to moving pick, the place was not ready. I said, no. Let's go to Kimpiski. And then we went to Kimpiski. Uh, I was with him and, and mommy. We were together. Not my mommy, but and we went and we had a nice time. I'll never forget that experience. He rained down blessings upon me. Ha! 
that day I came fully loaded because of his words. I can't take him to Frankie's. Okay, no. Our papa, what? Why should I take a man of God of this level to Frankie's papa? Oh, I have disrespected him. You take him to a level commensurating his word. Anna, what did what did Isaac say? Isaac spoke to him. He said, "Bring me food." So that I'll eat that my soul you fail to honor well, you will fail to receive the correct blessing. Tell you. If you fail to honor well, you you don't talk to people anyhow. Let alone talking to man of God. Me, I never address bishop. I always say, sir, thank you, sir. You if you see me with him, you you will marvel. I don't play even with my colleague pastors, I don't talk to them just anyhow. I address them correctly. Because I honor them. I value the anointing upon their lives. We are not, we are not mere people. Though. We are special people. Every child of God, everybody is special. But God has taken... Listen, go to Ephesians 4. Let me show you something and then we can make progress. Ephesians 4. You know, I'm, I'm trying to dwell a little bit about here. Because some of you need to begin to wake up in... I want to show you something. Ephesians 4. I read verse number 11. And he said, Jesus himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. So did I call myself? Who made the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers? It's not Jesus. So I, I am here in his place. That's why it's called the work of, the work coming from God. Sana your pastor, you have dishonored God. And there are some people, tell me that, you know what they do? They have all the respect for the, the pastor, but they never honor his wife. Forget it. There are some people, they disrespect the pastor's wife, and they think they honor the pastor. You are joking. You are joking. You know, if you want to see your, sometimes the children how you even deal with the children will tell if you respect the, the parents of the children or not if you see anybody insulting the child of a parent you have automatically insulted the parent because if you honor or you love and cherish the parent when you see their children you will extend the same respect and honor to the children you cannot be in church and you, it is the pastor you, you respect but you disrespect his wife and you disrespect his children. No way. That is not a clean respect. Amen, somebody. That is a, there must be an all-round honor when you are honoring the man of God. So that you can be blessed through and through. You know, what I am doing, my wife is also doing, we are co-laborers. I remember when I travel, whenever I travel, it's not the one handling it. The one, she'll be the one preaching She'll be the one doing all the tests, the things that I do here. Yeah. So she's a co-laborer. So if you don't honor her, what are you doing? You are not thinking like a kingdom person. We honor everybody. Are you here with me? We honor everybody. One day she became, I wasn't around, she came to the house. Mommy prayed for him and he had a breakthrough. I didn't pray for him. It was my wife who did. So if he didn't have an honor for her, do you think the prayer would have worked? It wouldn't have worked. If it was as soon as he came to the house and he didn't see he didn't see apostle he said oh please I'm looking for apostle apostle is not around okay then let me go when he, he returns I'll come back then what he would have had would have delayed but 
he got to the house, met mommy in the house. Mommy prayed for him. Boom, what he was looking for. When you honor any vessel, God can use that vessel to bless you. Any vessel you honor, anybody, even in this church, your neighbor sitting next to you, if you honor that your neighbor, God can release some blessing, prophetic words into the heart of that person. And when the person tells you, it shall happen. Amen. Oh, amen. Are you here with me? Yeah. So don't just do things anyhow. Do things with honor. The third thing I want to talk about is honor your parents, your biological parents. Amen. Matthew chapter 19. Matthew chapter 19. Say, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Honor them. Bless them. Honor them. In the spirit, you now have a spiritual father, God. But honor them as well. Amen. I said, who are? Honor them. Buy them gifts. Yeah, this year, my, my biological parents, they will, have, they will be 61 years in marriage. And I, I, God has given me an idea. A plan. I want to do something. Amen. Yeah, you have to honor them. Because we all, came, we all came through them, right? And we have found the Lord because of them. So we honor them. And the fourth one I want to talk about, because I have many notes to share with me. The fourth one I want to talk about, those of us who are married, you honor your spouse. Bear in mind that I am, I am taking these four kinds of people out of the, the basic knowledge that we are supposed to honor everybody. So, if I have not mentioned it, it doesn't mean then the rest that I have not mentioned, you cannot honor them. No. From today, whoever comes your way, respect them. Honor them. Because they are God's representation. Honor your spouse. First Peter 3 7. First Peter 3 7. It says, Husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to your wife as to the weaker vessel and has been heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. You see that? So if a husband does not honor his wife, his prayers will be hindered. Can you, can you imagine? Mr. Watson, if you don't honor your wife, your prayers will be blocked. Wow. The pressure on us is serious. <laughs> you don't honor your wife. And you are going to God. God, that contract I'm, I'm, I'm expecting. Ah, 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 ah. Go and honor your wife. That contract will be added to your life. Amen, somebody. I remember this man of God, uh, Dr. Yongicho. I read in his book. He went to Kenya for a crusade. When he went to Kenya for that crusade, big mammoth gathering and then he was he was fighting with his wife so he left his wife in Korea and sat in his private jet and got to Kenya God didn't say anything the day he mounted the puppet to start the crusade as soon as he took the microphone he heard the voice of God if you don't go back and bring your wife I will not show up hey he was standing there. The people were expected ready for him. He said, Lord, what should I do? Go back to Korea. Go and apologize to your wife and bring her here. So while standing before the crowd, he said, I have an announcement. I'm sorry 
I have an emergency. I have to go back home to go and attend. I'll be back by tomorrow. And then he went back to Korea, flew again to Korea, went to apologize to his wife, brought the wife back to Kenya. Then he came to have his what, crusade. And then the Lord moved. May you honor your spouse. And you, the woman, don't take advantage of this and make the men say so. If you don't, if, if, you, if you try me, I'll block your prayers. You can be only evil to block the prayers of your husband. Don't make your husband frustrated. Amen. As well as your husband is honoring, you also must also honor your husband. So how do we honor? How do we honor? That's the last important point. How do we do it? No, sorry. Last but one point. How do we do it? I'll give you two things. First of all, you must honor from your heart. You must develop the respect from your heart. Honor from your heart. Remember we read Matthew chapter 15, the verse 8. It said, these people, they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. So you must make your heart right. Tell your neighbor, make your heart right. Matthew 12. Matthew 12. Matthew chapter 12, verse number 30. You brood of vipers, how can you evil? How can you be evil? Good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if your heart is correct, if your heart is correct, it automatically flows. Amen. Your attitude in your heart is the most important thing you have to wait on. You don't come to church dressed anyhow. You don't come to church sitting down anyhow. You know, some of you, when I'm standing and I see how you are sitting, I realize it is just going here and coming out from here. You, nothing is going in. If you see someone who is serious eating the word, you will know it. If you see someone who is absent-minded, too, you will know it. Amen. You know, you see, if your heart is coming, Lord, I'm going to receive from you. You don't come to church and then, no, no, no. You come and you are serious. You don't move about. Your phone is off. You are paying attention to the word. You are taking serious. You know, there are some people, let me tell you. When they come to church, last, last week I saw it. And I was told also. When you come to church, sit here. So I won't sit there. I want to sit where I want to sit. You don't do that here. It is dishonor for you to tell the usher, sit here. And then so I won't sit there. Huh? That is pure disrespect. When I was an usher in my, my, my first church, there was some woman every day when she comes to church there was a particular place you always want to sit so one day the Lord spoke to me I moved that woman from that position so do you know what I did some two gentlemen came to church at that time that woman had not come to church so I told the two gentlemen sit here for me there were, there were spaces in front but I said you sit here the woman came that day when she came the gentlemen were sitting there and she came to tell the gentleman that she should get up, that this is her seat. So as soon as I saw the seat, I went there. I said, good morning, ma'am. With all due respect, they cannot move. I said, I, then she started like this, so telling me her peace of mind. This is where I've been sitting. Ah, you, when did you start the church? Then you come and tell me where I should sit. Insulted me. I said, I'm sorry. They are not moving an angel sit here. With all due respect, I, I didn't talk exchange with no 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 so without you she said all sort of things not knowing bishop had seen it what was going on i didn't say anything 
So I, I stood there. Because of that, I stood there. Because I realized that if I leave, they, she will intimidate the guys to leave there. So I stood there. So she was standing there. I said, they will not leave. They said, guys, please sit down. Don't move. There are a lot of other chairs there. Do you know what? In the course of the service, the prophecy came. And the man of God said, you, if you are sat where you are sitting, as soon as you close it, Ah, why? He said, when you are coming from the house, you met somebody and something, something, and the person just did something to you, you didn't know. A spell was cast upon you that today, if you had disobeyed the usher, what he was telling you, left church and I wouldn't When the woman closed, she didn't even look at my face. She couldn't. So I ferry. Because I had saved her from dying. Sitting where the usher tells you to sit. Save yourself from Now, what will you gain by this way I sit, this way I sit? It's pure disrespect. If you come to church and the usher tells you, sit here. You just sit down there. Amen. Everywhere you sit in this church, the angels. You know, when, when people become very familiar with the system, instead of them honoring, they rather disrespect. Familiarity should not lead you to disrespect. Familiarity, see, anything that you know better, what happens rather? You live better. Are you getting it? Rather, there are some people when they know something better, they end up disrespected. If, you know, there are some people, they, when, they, when they are not close to you, they respect you. The moment they get close to you, Because they feel that now oh, I know him. Now I'm close to him. No. Your closeness to whoever should not lead you to disrespect. Rather, it should lead you to honor. So, because as you get closer to the person, you're going to know more of the value of the person. So, wow. This person is not an ordinary person. Look at his network of friends. Look at the people. So, wow. I, can, I thought he was maybe nobody. You'd be thinking that maybe this person was nobody. Now you got closer to the person. So, wow. I can't afford to misbehave towards this. So your familiarity, your closeness rather should lead you to greater honor rather than dishonor. May the grace of the Lord help you. So your heart, say my heart. Lord, work on my heart. Proverbs 4.23 Proverbs 4.23 Proverbs 4.23 it says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence. In other words, do everything to keep your heart. Don't let some things come into your heart. Amen. Yeah. You know, there are some people, eh, by the time they say one word, all of your days, you just say one thing and everything about you. Sonna. Because their heart. See, the moment you get born again, the first place God begins to work is on. Say my heart. That's the first Some of you, up to today, you have been born again. One year, two years, three years, five years. You get angry like you are. Have you ever seen a mad goat before? A goat that is mad. Yeah. Anger is still ruling your heart. I've been born again. 
No, 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 no. Anger. Anger can destroy a lot of things in your life. Amen. You work on your heart. You know how to talk to people. You know how to communicate to people respectfully. You know, Ghana here, a lot of people don't know how to say please and thank you. It's out of their vocabulary. Even the tone of saying thank you will tell that this thank you is not genuine. I mean, are you getting it? Thank you. It's thank you, but how can thank you means thank you? <laughs> I mean, they are different. Oh, thank you, sir. And thank you. Which one will you take? Which one will you prefer? I mean, the, the way people say that thing will show if they value your... I you get what I'm saying. Oh, I'm so grateful. Thank you very much. I appreciate God bless you. Aha. That's from the heart. So thank you. <laughs> Amen. There's so many things that... You see, one of the things... The heart is like pregnancy. Whether you like it or not, it will come out. You can hide your attitude one day. Because you have not you have not worked on your heart, it will show up. If you're a womanizer and you are not born, you are born again, you are still come to church one day. Everything you do, your heart will expose you. That is why you have to work on your heart. Tell your neighbor, work on your heart. Let the word of God wash your heart. People, when you see their face, you don't even want to preach again. Always full of anger, pride. Their heart. I get what I'm saying. What did I tell you? Who? How you honor is to serve God genuinely. Serve God genuinely. Always be kingdom focused. The more you get closer to the things of the of the Lord, the more your heart longs. Matthew six thirty three, Matthew six thirty three, Matthew six thirty three. To seek you first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, what is going to happen to you? All other things shall be added to you. Amen. Seek you first the kingdom, and all other things shall be what shall be. Added. When, when you value the presence and the glory of God, when you value the things of God, do you know what's going to happen? All other things. So when you place the kingdom first, when you're always doing the things about the kingdom first, your life is robbed off. You will lose your identity and you put on the identity of Christ. May Christ be seen in you. I say, may Christ be seen in you all the time. I mean, in those days, I mean, there's, a, there's a way you behave in church. You know, some of you I asked you the last time. You remember I was asking the last time. How many of you have been to other churches? Some of you have not been to any church before joining. So it means that what I teach you here, it's an identity. If somebody goes to, let's say, Apostolic or Pentecost, the way they, they carry themselves, Today, because of uh, modernism, those days they used to, when you see the, the scarf, and you see the slit, the cabin slit, you know this one? Congo, Congo, my But Charlie, with Chablos, 
tablos. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So there's an identity. This just said we don't lack it. We also have an identity we are building. But you cannot get hold of that identity if you are not genuinely connected to kingdom business. If you are connected to kingdom business, things will change about you. You dress, the way you look, the way you talk, the way you think, all must be affected by the glory. You know what I'm saying? The way you honor one another. Please, thank you. I appreciate you. These are the way we want to build. Genuinely serve God. Tell your neighbor, genuinely serve God. Genuinely, from your heart. Do everything. We start church at 7. Don't come at 7.30. That's wrong. If you know you are staying fast, set up 5 eight. No. I have been to a church in Akai. Told me. When I had them, they told me, he said, you have to be here by 4 a.m. Get it? When I got there by 4, in fact, that day I didn't sleep. I got there by 4. Crowd. And people were sleeping on the benches. They were waiting. When the church doors opened at 8, see, oh, the church was starting at 8. No, the doors were open at 8. Come and see how people were running. And the thing is that if you have not come that early to join the queue, you will not. When you come to church at four, you be there. You see, it's the value of what the people have seen in it. They know what they are looking for. If you value it, Master, come at 1 a.m. you will not complain. No complain. But if you don't respect, if you don't value, you think, oh, Charlie, we are in, you know, the, the 10th cathedral now, blah, 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 blah. Ah, okay. But some people know the value. Amen. So they are taking advantage of the value. And they are enjoying and your lives are prospering. May you prosper in the name of me. Lastly, let me give you four or five benefits of honor. And then we can close. The benefits of honor. One, the blessings of the Lord rest upon you when it rests completely. Ezekiel 44. Ezekiel 44. Don't treat people like when I need you, it's when I call you. If I don't need you, you are nobody. You see, there some people are like that. They only respect those they feel they need them. If they don't need them, they don't. Ezekiel 44, verse 30. Are you there? It says, The best of all first fruits of any kind and any, every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifice shall be the priests. Also you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meat to cause a blessing to rest on your heart. Cause a blessing to rest. So as you are honoring the priest, as you are honoring the men of God, as you are honoring the church, do you know what is happening? The blessing is resting. Say Lord, let the blessing rest upon my life. As you are honoring, the blessing is resting. Praise the Lord. It is resting. Two, all grace will abound towards you. When you respect very well, all grace will Second Corinthians chapter number nine. Second Corinthians chapter number nine. Um, thank you. Thank you. 
verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter number 9, verse 8. It said, when you give and you, you honor and you are blessing and everything, look at what's going to happen. And say, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That you will always have all sufficiency in all things. That you may be, may, you may have abundance for every good work. So as you are honoring, all grace to get every good thing will come to you. You shall not lack anything from today. I say you shall not lack anything from today. As you honor, you will lack nothing. All grace will abound towards you. The grace to prosper. The grace to work in health. The grace for good marriage. The grace for business breakthrough. Every good thing will come to you because you honor. Some of you, I, I told you about the story. No, I don't think I've even said that story. So a guy was traveling in a plane. And then a man was sitting next to him. The man was casually drinking. He didn't know the man. So when the man sat down, he first greeted the man. He said, welcome. So the man was surprised. He's a white. He was surprised. He said, are you a host or something? I've already, already... Then the man made a joke of it. Do you know what happened? Not knowing the man was one of them, the billionaires. He has a world-time, big-time um, solar panel company. A billionaire. That the man is so down to earth. And he was sitting in economy class with the man. After very nice pleasantry exchange and everything, the man gave him his card. He make sure you send me an email. So the man, after arriving, sent the man an email and said, I'm the one who spoke in a plane and everything. So what do you do? He said, you know, when you saw me, I just finished my education on scholarship. I was going. Do you want to go and work for somebody or want to set up your own? I want to do my own thing. Had a long story short, the man flew all the way from Germany to come to Ghana, met this guy, set him a company, a business, gave him an investment of 1 million euros. He said, when you are done, if you are after you have made profit, if you want, bring me back my money. And I'm, if I'm, you know the person, if I mention the person's and the person is one of the millionaires in Ghana now. Because somebody met him. If he, oh, maybe if he saw the person in the plane and never said any nice thing, never welcomed the person, he would have missed an opportunity to become one of the millionaires in Ghana. May you never miss an opportunity. I said, may you never miss an opportunity in the name of Jesus. But there are some people, they disrespect people so much that good things pass them by. No good things shall pass you by. Three. You will always have good things when you honor. You always have good things. You always have good things. Psalm 84 verse 11. Honor will bring you good things. Very, very, let me tell you. Anybody who honors is always connected to greatness. Psalm 84 verse 11. Psalm 84 verse 11. Anyone who honors is always connected to great things. Now. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will be what will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. No good thing. No good thing. Say no good thing. God will not withhold. Say it. Say God will not withhold any good thing from me. Every good thing shall be yours as you honor. I say from today, every good thing is coming to your life. You shall walk in financial prosperity. You shall have your houses and cars and blessings all around you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Six, sorry, four. You will lack nothing. You will not just have good things, but you will never lack anything. 
as you walk uprightly, Matthew 6, 63, he said, all things shall be added to your life. Those who honor God and they honor other people, they don't lack anything. God always makes people to be a blessing to them. May people come to be a blessing to your life. I, I, I saw that God is bringing some people divine connections. Some of you, you're going to have resources more than what you need. So much that you have abundance to be a blessing to other people. In the name of Jesus. And lastly, you walk in wisdom. As you walk in honor, you walk in wisdom. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter number 5. You walk in wisdom. It's only the wise who walks in honor. Ephesians 5. It's only the wise who walks in honor. Ephesians 5.15 See then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the word time there means timayo redeeming your honor because the days are evil in other words every day you meet somebody is your opportunity to honor amen don't miss your opportunity to honor Tell your neighbor, don't miss the opportunity to honor. Don't, don't talk anyhow to your friends. Let them know that your words are seasoned with When your friends are using, you know, vulgar words and profane words, don't be part of them. Let them know you are different. Amen. When you are going the wrong way, say, no, I'm a child of God. I'll go this way. Make the most of every opportunity. Don't try and, and cheat people. There are some people, whenever they enter into every relationship, they are looking for what they will get. They are not looking for what they will give. Don't be like those people. Don't look for what you will get. Look for what you will give. Tell your neighbor, look for what you will give. We are givers. We are not takers. He said, the blessing of the Lord are on those who are givers, not on those who are takers. Redeem the time. Always honor people. Be there for one another. The Bible said, let the problems of others be your own problem. Say, value others more than yourself. That's what the Bible teaches us. So we should value others more than ourselves. Honor other people more than ourselves. So, about you want me to respect you? Do you respect me? No. Honor them. And it comes. Amen, somebody. When you walk like this, you'll be wise before God. It's better to be wise before God than wise before men and be. I know what I'm saying. When you have an opportunity to talk to someone, use the right tone. I'm not teaching morals here. I'm teaching you wisdom. Be wise before God. Look, they, they insulted Jesus many times. He didn't utter a word. He kept his wisdom. That is wisdom. And one day, when you were about to go and crucify him, Pontius said, are you the king of the Jews? Other he said, you have said it. I didn't have to repeat what he said. The Bible said, a gentle answer in the book of Proverbs, a gentle answer turns away anger. It, it turns away wrath. A gentle answer. When someone is angry, and you also decide to be angry, you're a fool. I saw a quotation last week. He said, a pig, a pig, I don't know if you know a pig, a pig does not care to bath with you in the dirt. After all, the pig will enjoy it. But you, you will not enjoy it. So if you see somebody who wants to do things with you, because of they find it comfortable to do it, don't join them because they are comfortable. If you see somebody disrespecting people and then you want to also do some, nah, 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 nah. don't go down there with them because a pig will always mean pig. They love to bath in the dead. But you, you have been washed clean. 
Amen. You have been washed clean. So don't allow the death to ever touch your life. Amen. Walk in wisdom. Honor people. Don't just honor your bosses. Oh, because you get your salary from them. You know there are some people. Oh, you know, that's why here is where I get my 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 no feel. Yeah, I don't I don't misbehave. When you come to church, you are here. Some of you are in your, in your workplace, the way you work hard, you never even blink an eye. When you are in church, you are withdrawing you are for me to see that you want to sleep. Amen. May the grace of the Lord help you. Amen. Tyro, may the, may the grace will help you. I get what I'm saying. When the grace is upon your life, you always see every opportunity. Amen, somebody. I know a man of God. One day he was having a church service. A woman came into the church. She was finding it difficult to deliver. You know what the woman did? As soon as she entered the church, she laid herself on the floor and said, Lord, I have served you with all my heart. I have come to the last point. If you don't turn around this story, I don't know what to do. The woman got up from the floor pregnant. Do you know why? Because she honored the grace of God that very day. Maybe every time she was going to church, she thought, ah, Ebeba, you know, it's normal, it's normal. But that day, she had a change in attitude. And she laid down herself and worshipped from her heart. She got pregnant. May you never become familiar with the system so that your blessing will be delayed. You shall be on your feet. From today, may you never take anything from, for granted in the church. May your honor position you in the level of blessings that nobody can touch. I said, from today, may you be at a level that no devil can touch you. Because he that honest God, God also honest. Whatever has been lacking in your life, may your honor bring them fast. May you be connected to people who God will use to bring you blessings that you have not even prayed for. Because of your honor, may you walk into territories that nobody in your generations could ever walk into. May you handle money that nobody in your generation could ever handle. May you handle prosperity that no one in your, your generation could ever handle. Because of your honor, may doors that you ever not dream of opening, let them be opened unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.